0: Welcome to St. Mark's Daily Devotions for Wednesday, July 8th, with me, Cooper Sherry. In these first three weeks of summer, we are taking time to remember the power of sacred songs that nourish our faith and inspire us in our journey of discipleship. Some of these songs come out of the deep well of sacred music that has brought life to many generations of Christians. And some of them are like fresh springs of water that are gushing forth in these latter days. Our theme for all three weeks is drawn from the title and first line of a song that holds that past and present together, and also points us to the future. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. As you experience the gift of many hymns and authors during this time together, let the music and lyrics and unique story of each one draw you deeper into the love of God, which stays the same yesterday, today, and forever. For today's hymn, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is, I've drawn again on the wonderful online resources of the United Methodist Church, who have provided this fairly expansive idea of context and history for this hymn. The King of Love, My Shepherd Is, whose goodness faileth never I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. Sir Henry Williams Baker, 1821-1877, to 1877, the author of this hymn, and also the vicar of Monkland Prairie Church in Herefordshire, England, is said to have spoken "Stands a three of this hymn as his last words before dying. Perverse and foolish oft I strayed, But yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid, and home rejoicing brought me. He wrote many hymns of fine emotion and intellect, and yet his lyrical transcription of the 23rd Psalm was what came to him as he approached death's dark veil. He died in 1877 in the parsonage of the church where he had served for more than thirty years, a country vicar in the poor edges of Her Majesty Queen Victoria's mighty Britain. Sir Henry Baker would not at first glance be a candidate for perverse and foolish. The son of a vice-admiral, he was educated at Trinity College, Cambridge, and was ordained in 1844 as a priest in the Church of England. After a curacy, he became the vicar of Monkland. He served his whole adult life in this parish, even after inheriting A baroncy. Upon the death of his father, he lived in a nearby parsonage as a bachelor, believing in the celibacy of the clergy, and was cared for by his sister. A great passion of his life, however, was the production of the innovative hymns, ancient and modern, published 1861, a monumental milestone in the history of English hymnody and a collection of great variety and musical effectiveness. Most congregations in Anglican churches were not singing hymns during the middle of the 19th century, being devoted only to metrical psalms. Methodists and evangelicals in England were singing hymns during the first half of the 19th century, and their influence spurred the Anglicans to join the ranks of hymn singers by the second half of the century. A notable feature of this landmark hymnal was the printing of text and tune for each hymn on the same page so any singer could see and sing the distinctive pairings. Each musical setting was intended to enhance the poetic text of the hymn, making the sensibilities and emotion of the hymn clear. Until this time, most published hymnals contained text only, or a limited number of tunes meant to be used repeatedly with various texts. The king of love, my shepherd is, is a metrical paraphrase of Psalm 23. Written by Baker for the second edition of Hymns Ancient and Modern in 1868 and included in the appendix, his friend John Bacchus Dykes wrote a tune to accompany it. Years later, lauded English composer Ralph von Williams sought to republish the hymn in the English hymnal 1906 but was denied the right to use its original tune. He then paired Baker's text with his own arrangement of an Irish heir, St. Columbia. The hymn opens with a beautiful title for God, the King of Love. The first stanza has a calm, familiar feeling of repeated words, is, his, never, forever. Baker tied in ideas about Jesus as the shepherd from several different places in Scripture, including John 10. The hymn uses a lot of verbs and describes the shepherd by his actions. Where streams of living water flow, my ransomed soul he leadeth. And where the verdant pastures grow, with food celestial, feedeth. Baker references living water, possibly from Revelation chapter 22, which describes a vision of heaven with living water flowing from the throne of God. The stanza continues to point to heaven with a ransomed soul and celestial food, but these are not presented in a grandiose way, simply as the good caretaking of the shepherd in the actions of leading and feeding. In stanza 3, Baker added Jesus' parable of the lost sheep from Luke 15 to the verses from Psalm 23. The singers of this hymn may picture themselves as the lost sheep using words with the implication of misguided self-will, perverse, foolish. The shepherd is described with self-giving words, in love, gently, rejoicing. Lines two and four of stanza three end with double or two-syllable rhymes, a testimony of what is being done for the singer through the actions of the shepherd. Sought me, bought me. In death's dark veil I fear no ill, With thee, dear Lord, beside me, Thy rod and staff my comfort still, Thy cross before to guide me. Stanza four also ends line two and four with double rhymes. Baker emphasizes the redemptive character of the shepherd by including the cross in the last line, a reference not from Psalm 23, but from gospel crucifixion accounts. The alliteration of Death's Dark Veil and Dear Lord is paralleled in lines 3 and 4 by Staff Still and Comfort Cross. The repeated signs emphasize the physical imagery. Thou spreadst a table in my sight, thine unction grace bestoweth, and oh, what transport of delight from thy pure chalice floweth! Here, Baker transforms the table of Psalm 23 into the communion table, which offers unction, grace, and a pure chalice overflowing. Unction is a historical term that means anointing for the purpose of healing. A chalice has been associated for centuries with the cup that holds the wine in the Eucharist. These words are more typical of Sir Henry William Baker's era than our own, The picture of Christ's body and blood holding out grace, healing, and forgiveness of sins is a lovely example of Victorian lyric poetry. And so, through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good Shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever. The last stanza parallels the first in structure and uses the same rhyming words in lines 2 and 4. It climaxes with the allusion to John 10 and the good shepherd's unfailing goodness and a prayer to worship forever. After all that God has done, God's actions, now the singer responds with the music of a grateful heart and looks forward to life in heaven with the shepherd. us pray. God of grace, you have given us minds to know you, hearts to love you, and lives to sing your praise. As we remember and sing these songs of faith, let them enter into our hearts through your grace, that they may produce in us the fruit of the Spirit for witness and service in the world, and to the praise and honor of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And now may God, your help in ages past, fill you with hope for all that is to come. May Christ be your faithful guard while troubles last. And may the Holy Spirit be your home, today, tomorrow, and forever.